Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Healthy Christian Project. Today, I am joined by Stephen Meyer. Stephen used to be my youth group leader way back in the day. We would uh, go on over to his house, and his wife Emily would bake the most delicious desserts we would ever have. And Stephen still, he's been married for apparently 12 years, which is a, a long time. And he yep. uh, he still volunteers and and teaches at his local church in Mount Auburn. So Stephen, say hello. Hey, hi. Hi, Amy. Good to see you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. How are you? How's your day been? Yeah, good. Good. Yeah, yeah. Got up early this morning. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's a Monday. So I it mean, a, Monday. a lot of opportunity ahead of me. <laughs> so, you, yeah, it's been a good day. You normally get up early, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. I'm up at about, well, 5am every day. So yeah. you're part of the 5am club. I'm part of the five. Sometimes I sleep in, on weekends. I'll sleep in till six. Sleep uh, in till yeah. six. <laughs> Unless it's a busy day. Then I'm up again at five. Yeah. I like, I like early mornings. I've always been, um, I've always been an early morning person and uh, I like I like the peace of the morning. I like I like um, being able to sort of be alone with my thoughts in the morning and the quiet of it. I'm and, like you uh, yeah. just find them a lot more productive in that time in that time too. Definitely. actually, you know what? It's interesting because it ties into a lot of uh, I guess the content we'll be talking about today. But um, I like an early morning because it takes away the pressure that I often feel to be productive. So I, sometimes I find if I if if I get up late, if I sleep in, um, and and that's a subjective time, obviously. But if I sleep in, I feel an immediate pressure to get to achieve something, to get something done, which which is good. It's a good drive to have, but it doesn't let me sort of calm and experience. Uh, like in the morning, I like to do my prayers, my scripture reading. And, uh, and if I, I find if I'm sort of, I feel like I'm already behind the clock, I, I, I lose the, uh, I lose the benefit of, of the quietness, uh, mm, that I can, because now you're in a rush. Quiet. Yeah. As soon as I start rushing or I feel like, like I used to, it took me years. It was years, <laughs> the first few years of my marriage, <laughs> actually, uh, um, this is what a good wife will, will help you with is, is you, uh, um, she'll teach you things about yourself you didn't know, but it would be a Saturday morning and I'd sleep in because I go, oh, it's Saturday, I'll just sleep in. And I'd have nothing scheduled for the morning. I'd have a lazy morning. And by Saturday afternoon, I'd be frustrated um, uh, for no reason uh, real, like nothing nothing had happened, but just because I'd feel like I hadn't accomplished something yet and mm. I'd wasted the day. Even but though you I, scheduled it in like that. Even even though I had nothing specifically that I had to do, like it wasn't like I, you know, I was supposed to be somewhere or doing something. I just have this innate sense that I want to I want to get things done. I want to do something. I want to be productive. And uh, and, and it makes me feel good to do that. Um, but if I sleep in, then I feel like I've wasted the opportunity to do something. So I, I, I like, uh, especially on a weekday, to, to get up early and, and, and spend that time before the pressures of the, the rest of the world, yeah. before everyone else is awake and, and expecting things of me and, and whatever, I can actually focus on, uh, focus on my, uh, focus on my prayers, like do a little bit more introspection. It's hard to look inside when you're worried about what's outside. So. With all the noise surrounding, I think you and There's I, so much noise. Yeah. I think we're similar because yeah. I love the mornings as well. The hardest part for me is just getting out of bed. But once I actually <laughs> get out, it is, so peaceful 
Like, yeah. I, I, you don't, you don't hear any noise. You're just spending your time reading quietly. Maybe you're having a sure. morning coffee or something. But recently, this is something um, Nicole and I have been playing with. Don't even look at your phone in the morning. That is the yeah, worst. No. You know, I did a survey on my on my Instagram account. I just wanted to see how do you start your mornings. There were four options. Option number one, you get up, take a shower. Option number two, you work out for those crazy people who just get out of bed, and just go work out immediately. <laughs> Option number three is what we do, essentially like doing some reading um, quietly. Mm-hmm. And option number four is check your phone. Eighty percent of people said they check their phone in the morning. Check the phone, yeah, because it's, it's just it's, bombarded it's by information, not- news, notifications. And there's so many excuses to be on your phone. So for for a long time, I um, uh, I was doing my Bible reading plan on your phone. on my phone. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, so I mean, you're not going to not pick up your phone. Then you've got the perfect excuse, right? Yeah, you might just as like, well like, check the weather. Yeah, yeah. But then obviously, you know, you're on Instagram, you're on Facebook, you, I'm checking my email, I'm I'm responding to messages that people send me, you know, late the night before, and um. And not that there's anything wrong with that exactly, but it, but it, uh, uh, it it's definitely distracting. It's a huge mm-hmm. distraction. Uh, so what I, I went back to, I, I, I hand write out or I print out, but actually I have a, a calendar that I hand write out the uh, scripture passages for my Bible reading plans on, and I keep it with my uh, with my Bible. And I now I only read in the morning for my sort of like my physical uh, Bible. I have, it, I have yeah. it. I keep it on it, uh, like under a table, sort of the shelf of a table. I sit in the same spot every morning. <laughs> I have my coffee and 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 water because I'm trying to get my hydration up. So I, I have my coffee and my water, and I do my Bible reading, and I avoid my phone as much as I can. You, <laughs> we have in, in identical morning routines. There we go. Well, so I'm glad to hear. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> That's really I, good. Very yeah. recently, um, I think in the past four months we switched from using, I used to use my iPad and do like devotionals on there as well and read commentary. And Mm. I switched from using my iPad to a physical Bible. And the amount of distractions is, is done. Like there's nothing now. There's no more distractions and you could just focus. It's so much easier to focus on, on God. Yeah. Yeah. There's something too, for me, I find sometimes my eyes, like it's not great looking at a screen first thing in the morning. Like it's nicer when you get like a, a nice lamp and, 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 and a book. Right. Yeah. And then the other thing I find too, is there's something about a physical, uh, physical book that this might be my age a little bit, but a physical, uh, book where I, when I read something, like I want to, I want to know my Bible, right. I just, I don't want to just get through it. I want to know it. Mm-hmm. And so, um, there's something about where passages, where verses, where ideas are on a page in a book and just being able to sort of navigate it in a familiar way that you can't get from an app. And uh, and as much as I love like the like I've got the ESV study Bible app, I've got the um, like version app and yeah. there's some really great elements to all those things. And, and they're the real gift, I think, to, to me and to the church. But there's something about holding sort of the physical, the physical book and, and learning it that um, that is more helpful to me in, 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 uh, in sort of getting to know it. So I, uh, I, I don't know, I would, rec- I would recommend that, but, but like, I'm, I'm, I'm no, I'm, I'm 36. So I'm not old. What? I'm an old like you were like 14 or something. 
<laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, I don't want to be 14. I, I wouldn't mind being 25 again. But uh, yeah, I, um, I, uh, I, I'm an old soul. So I, I like I like a I like a book. I even, when I have an e-reader, like if I'm reading like like uh, any other type of book, I, I don't mind using that. But for my Bible specifically, I like I like having the I, I like the weight of it. I yeah, like I like nice. the leather. Like I don't know, it's some, something about it, right? The so. only thing I don't necessarily like is how thin the papers are, because like I feel like I'm gonna rip <laughs> it every time I'm, I'm flipping the page. That's that's true. Yeah, yeah. I I had a Bible when I was a kid that was like the on, like onion paper, like it yeah. like it had a how smell did they even in make it, it that thin? It. I don't know, but it was uh, yeah. It's it's that's funny the the thinness of the paper. Yeah, but imagine if it was like thick. Yeah, like weighted huge. paper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but anyway, that's, yeah, that's my morning. And then, um, right after I finish my, my Bible, so I, so I start with my scripture reading, go into my prayer time. By that time I've, I've finished my coffee and, um, uh, actually, so I usually, so I do a, uh, almost every morning I do a cardio workout in the morning. Oh, nice. So okay. I, um, either I, either I do a run when the weather's good. Um, and let's like where we are in, in Canada, like, let's talk about getting out of bed when it's summer months is a lot easier. It's so when it's much easier. Month, right? So build up the discipline in the summer so you can make it through the winter. Make consistent but, through the winter. Yeah, I mean, like the yeah. winter, the sun's getting up at 9 a.m. It's sleeping oh, in. Oh, You're like, oh my gosh. It's such it's a four. Rough. You know what, though? There's something cool about accomplishing so much in the morning before, before the, the sun's sun. up yeah. that is you get yeah. five in february like you you're you're uh um you, know, you get up at five do your bible reading do a workout like have your breakfast everything like that get work uh, done you, somehow you, you, you take you, your shower you've yeah, done so much and the sun's not even up i i'll do all that and often like make it into the office before the, like <laughs> in the morning before the sun is like the sun's starting to come up right so uh, you feel like I mean, in some ways it's depressing, but but sometimes it's uh, you feel like you've you've uh, you've accomplished a lot. But you I'll, have I'll to do switch a, the frame uh, of mind. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Look at it from the other side. I um. So I'll do a cardio workout. I've got a um. We got uh like a, a stationary bike that I use in the winter. I, I don't I don't like being cold, so um I'm always indoors in the winter. And then mm-hmm. in the summer I'll I'll run. Uh, uh, not I'm not a good runner. Uh, but that's why I do it. So I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll run around, around town. Um, uh, just, just usually like 5k, uh, but we've got a hills. Mount Albert is oh, a lot of hills. So yeah. I, I was like, I have to throw that in. I'm like, it's, it's uphill both ways for sure. So <laughs> no matter where you're going, you're going up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, so, so, I'll, so that's what, how I like to start my mornings. And there's some reasons for that actually, um, uh, because it wakes me up like more than the coffee, but it it wakes me up and it puts me in a good mood. Um, Getting, 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 yeah, getting my heart rate up and and get, you know, the endorphin release and all that kind of stuff gets me in a good mood. I love starting my days. My best days are always days when I start with like a good cardio. And I just thought like, like 30 minutes, right? Like nothing, nothing nuts. And you just feel so happy after. Feel good. Yeah. I got, I got got music, like, you know, it's, it's, it uh, puts you in a good mood. And then, uh, and then I have my breakfast, and then uh, I take my kids to the bus stop nowadays, and uh, then I then I head into the office. And then usually, um, right now, four days a week, uh, so Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, I do a weight routine at the at the end of the day. So, um, so cardio four or five times a week, 
and then uh, and then weight weightlifting, which I'm not set, setting any records or anything, but uh, but weightlifting. And I find that that helps me process my day before mm-hmm. I head home. <laughs> so there's like there's like lifting weights is um, is like the way to get any frustration out yeah um, and release any, all your anger walk in with your vengeance <laughs> any any like sometimes in the afternoon you know you hit a lull or your brain is tired or whatever and there's something about the focus that it takes to like you know lift lift heavy and um and just the way that it like it gets your your nervous system going like nothing else it gets you know all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. right I, like there's like a, i'm gonna tell you but, There's a funny uh, meme. It's like if you're walking into the gym without music, who are you avenging? Like you have to be going in there with some rage. <laughs> it's true. You know what? And some of my like I, I grew up in sort of the the um, uh, the sort of hard, hard rock music time, mm-hmm. right? And so yeah, there's a lot of times where the, like a lot of the music that I'm listening to often at the gym is uh, is. Uh, um, pretty heavy and and uh it's uh, yeah it, i don't know it puts you in a mood but it's funny because you leave it there right like you like it, those emotions like you go through them you, you you get out the frustrations you work it out then you leave with that you know that the endorphins the 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 satisfaction of it and uh it puts me in a lot better mood and then i come home and you know i'm a father of three young kids and a husband so um, I would say the second shift starts when, when you get home and, um, uh, and that's definitely, you know, if you're, if, if you're like me, a dad who works outside the home and comes home, it's, it's uh, definitely a very specific, uh, feeling. And I, I find that I'm, I'm always better. Uh, I'm, I'm better at that when I, when I'm coming home from, from having lifted weights. So, um, specifically, like, I don't, I don't even like doing cardio in the afternoon. I, I feel like that's super depressing, but when I lift weights, I feel great. <laughs> so, that's so funny. Okay. Yeah. You know what? While we're on the topic question for you, sure. how are faith and fitness connected? If they are connected, because mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're doing your morning routine and spending that time with God immediately after you're going for a run, are your faith yeah. and fitness connected in any way? Yeah, that's, it's, it's such a great it's such a great thing to consider. So uh, for me, um, at the end of the day, anything that I do, like, oh, so the Christian faith is about having a right relationship with God. Like that's, that's sort of, uh, if I, if I would pick one idea, that, that's why I say the Christian faith is about um, how it is that we can be in relationship with God. And, 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 and we know the way that we do that is, uh, by Jesus, but the um, uh, how the relational it, the relational aspect of the Christian faith um, comes down to where our heart is, right? So, so everything then becomes a heart issue. So, how we act, what we think, our intentions, um, uh, and so, so you have like purpose, uh, desires, and. Um, and, and, and connection in that relationship. <laughs> and a lot of times, often, I think in an abstract way, we consider that's what we consider to be worship. So our the desires of our heart, the intentions of our heart, and and then what we consider to be our purpose for living is is our is is our worship. And how we worship and what we worship or who we worship um sort of trickles down from those intentions and those feelings to everything. And so 
fitness isn't different than anything else in the sense that ultimately how we do it or use it or our intention behind it comes back to who or what or how we worship. And so, um, I mean, it's not often that we think like, oh, I'm going to like I'm gonna do a dumbbell press and and like this is this is worshiping. This is for right? Jesus. This is for this one's for Jesus. Like get those last reps in for Jesus, right? So it's it's not that it's not that the 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 specific action itself is is worship, but the way that our hearts are oriented in everything that we do um is uh is an is an act of our worship and uh and 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 service to to Christ. Mm-hmm. So uh, um uh, I, I think I think that is true in every in everything that we do uh but then I think also fitness uh has a um uh has a specific tie to spirituality uh because of the way that we are um because of the way that we're made so so you know we're, we're we're different substances in a sense, right? So one being, but uh, a lot of times mind, body, like spirit, mind, body, spirit, soul, body, mind, spirit. However, however you want to uh, address it, and I don't think anyone really knows, you know, how those things work together. But we know that they do, and and we know that they're there. Uh, and and I was kind of thinking about this, like we we consider ourselves to be spirit, like we're spiritual beings. That are housed um, in a physical body. Yeah, yeah, we're phys- but there's a physical aspect to us, our body. But God could have created us as just spirit. Yeah. But instead, he made a physical world that we live in and gave us a physical body. Um, and it's not obvious to me why that's the case. Like, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. I've never thought about I don't that know. Before. And then when God came uh into the world as man like in the incarnation right in the in the in the birth and life of christ of jesus he it was he came into the physical world and 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 as with a body and so there's there's obviously something important uh there about the physicality of us the body and then on the other hand i think i, I wrote it down in in uh philippians 3 philippians 3 21 talks about how in the recreation Right. So so in in, um, in, in, in heaven, however, however you want to sort of understand the recreation um, that we're going to have new bodies. Mm. And so, like, there's this understanding that, you know, sin has marred our physical body now. And part of God bringing about his uh, his perfect will on Earth is a recreation in a new body. But why? Why? Like, why? Why would? Why not just spirit? Why not just spirit? Right. So, so, so heaven exists, right? Paradise, um, eternity with God exists, uh, or happens, or is such a is is a is a situation in which we again have a physical body. So uh, there's there's something important, obviously, then to to our physical body that. I, I don't know if we I don't know if we really know or understand, um, but the way that our spirit interacts with our body is also sort of is telling, right? So, our um, if if we want the best relationship with God, we would consider that spiritual health. Hmm. But if we want the best spiritual health, I think that 
an avenue to impact our spirituality is going our spirituality is going to be um, through our physical bodies because and and so um, and and the interplay between our spirit and our body is so interesting. I I um, I love this verse in uh, Proverbs Proverbs seventeen twenty two. It says, "A cheerful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones." Dry yeah. like dries up the bones is such a it's such a funny like it kill <laughs> it kills you right like it, so when you when you when you don't feel like when you don't feel good and I don't mean physically but spiritually like unwell uh, mentally unwell it affects you spiritually as well uh, yeah emotionally unwell um, it it when you don't feel that way it kills your physical body physically. so mm-hmm. so your fitness is never going to be great, right? Like your physical health is never going to be great if you don't address the spiritual aspect of your being. Um, and then it's amazing too how much I I find, so you asked me about my morning routine. And there's oftentimes where after I finish my prayer, I want to go do my cardio. And I know part of that is just like I've conditioned myself probably to do it. But but there's an excitement, I think, and, an, and a joy and enjoyment uh, of life and living that comes from spending time with it, like spending time with God, right? And being in the presence of, of God that makes you want to live, really, right? Like, so, um, and, and one of the best ways to enjoy life is through physical activity. So, I think, um, and, and certainly maybe that's the way we've been made to enjoy life is through, through, physical activity. So I think, uh, for me, that's, that's a big part of the, my faith and, uh, fitness, um, uh, connecting is, and you, is and you know what you, yeah. you talked about this, um, just right now when you're talking about how, after you pray, you go for that run and right. to, to connect with that a few weeks ago, I, I also hate running. I'm with you. I'm not, I'm not a fan of cardio, but I'll do it because I, I should, it's good for me. So um, the other day I went to the gym, I think it was maybe good Friday or something. The gym was packed nowhere to, okay. to possibly work out except for maybe one or two treadmills available. So naturally sure. I'm going to hop on a treadmill. And I'm like, okay, you know yep. what? I drove all the way out here. I might as well, <laughs> yeah. I might as well run. Um, I put these so, shoes on. Yeah, exactly. So I start running and I was planning on stopping after maybe just a couple minutes. But in my head, I was thinking to myself, wow, the ability that I have that God has physically given me that I'm able to run. Not, right. not everybody can say that. This sure. is an ability yeah. that God has literally given. And I'm thinking about that and coming, approaching running and approaching exercise from that attitude of thankfulness and gratefulness. Mm-hmm. Somehow I actually ended up hitting a record because every time <laughs> I wanted to stop, I'm thinking, no, God gave me this. I should be grateful and use it well. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. That, that That's, I, I, I love that so much. I, I find, I find often like if I, if I run 5k at the third kilometer, I have gratitude. The first kilometer, I'm excited. The second kilometer, I hate my decision. <laughs> I I I regret it seriously. And then around three k in, and I I I mean, I'll, I'll never run more than seven. Uh, so, but 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 usually five. And three kilometers in, I'm going like, this is really good. 
Like I really, I appreciate, I appreciate being able to do this. And like I said, I'm not, I'm not built for running. I, uh, I've got other like, uh, you know, everyone does, I guess, but physical things that hold me back from being able to run well. And, and I'll be honest with you, actually, so I, I kind of, I, I guess I said this before, that's why I do it, uh, it, it in a lot of ways, because there's a lot of reasons why I shouldn't be able to go get up and go for a run. And um, at least on a consistent basis. And, and the challenge of that, and being able to overcome the challenge of that also fills me with gratitude, right? That, that uh, um, I think as Christians, when we look at fitness, even you said like so if you're not listening to music walking into a gym like uh who are you avenging right and and there's a lot of times where i see uh see guys uh at the gym right and 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 they're angry and i like i mean christians need to experience the full spectrum of emotions but sometimes you just really love it right and and you you're just you're just filled with gratitude the the, the ability to do it um uh it's funny i was thinking about uh, in Jesus day, right? Like 2000 years ago, like what, what did their fitness industry look like? Yeah, like it wasn't, it wasn't, it, it wasn't, it wasn't what we have, uh, now, right? I mean, there were, there were athletes, but lots of that? walking, lots of walking. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but there was, but still this understanding, you read Paul, uh, there's still this understanding of, uh, like in Philippians that, you know, they're athletes, they're training, they're, they're disciplining their bodies. And, uh, and, and so, I guess like the, 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 when you're not fighting for survival and you get to do something for the sake of doing it, Mm -hmm. right. You've been blessed. Right. And I think, I think the, the thought of like, I'm going to go, like, I'm going to go to the, I'm going to take time out of day and go to the gym and work out like I'm for no other purpose than just the physical benefit of it. I'm not, I'm not chasing something down because I need to eat it. I'm not. Uh, I'm not fighting my way out of you know a, a a battle here. Like there's a lot of reasons why we do we do you know physical things and and uh, just the uh, the ability to do fitness for the sake of health rather than the sake of survival is is a blessing in and it really itself, is a big blessing right? and i i like i'm yeah. gonna backtrack a little bit what you said earlier yeah. where at the end of the day the attitude in which you do everything shows how you're worshiping and i was thinking an example is for me let's i'll give you two different examples for me sometimes i'm on a day where i'm in a rush and i really need to get somewhere I'll be driving on the road so angry. Someone cuts me off. I cut them off again. And, and you're, you're yeah, yeah. so angry. That's not reflecting in a heart or an attitude of worship. Whereas right. other times I'm driving and I feel much more at peace. I'm not really in a rush to get somewhere. And if someone mm-hmm. cuts me off, I'm like, all right, have a good day, my friend. Like if someone, if, if, if I have to stop for some reason behind an ambulance, I'm not upset because I'm in a rush. That is more reflective of an attitude of worship and kind of the same thing when it goes to exercise you can see when you're reflecting that attitude of worship in your fitness or when you're trying to glorify yourself right right yeah i I, it's funny i um i'm not i'm not a super detail oriented person so um uh one thing i don't do well is and i and i should probably grow in this discipline is track um 
uh, like track my lifts, right? So like how much weight I'm lifting, like reps, like, you know, rest times, like all that kind of stuff. I just sort of do it. And, and, and it's, what's that we're on the same page i never track how much rest i'm getting i never track it like 20 seconds i'm back in i don't i don't even like doing math right so like there's so much to weightlifting that's math like that's just math and so i know like you know the big plates are 45 and and they go down from there and and so i just put them on i try to make each side of of a barbell symmetrical, um, symmetrical right and it's it's more geometry than it is <laughs> math like like you know addition for, for, or multiplication for me but so i don't really pay attention to how much and then everyone's like oh you add the weight you know the you know the bar is 45 pounds or, or whatever and you eat every time you do a machine i was using a uh, hack squat machine the other day and and it adds a certain weight to whatever you know it's, it's not just it's, it's got a dead weight to it and but you're at a gym people ask you all the time like oh how much you know like how much do you lift right like it, it becomes like this constant dialogue um and 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 as much as i don't like doing it because it's math they're not asking you like how good are you at math they 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 want to know because there's a comparison and and they want to know um I don't know, maybe they're just trying to make conversation. But for me, I've had so many conversations where people are like, oh, what, you know, what do you squat? And I'm like, uh, I usually put like one of those on two of these. Like, I don't know. I don't know. People Or people want to tell me, they're like, oh, I just, you know, I bench press 225. And I'm like, wow, is that, is that a lot? Like, I, I have no, I have no concept of it. And, and, and after I had a few of those conversations, I was like, you know what? I'm, I want to never know. Like, I want to, <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't want to ruin this for myself by letting my pridefulness sneak mm. into um, into the, this act. Like, let's just keep it worship, worshipful in a sense because it could easily become uh, a comparative thing, a competition, a, uh, a co- yeah, just try, yeah, competing and then or and then gloating, like telling people, you know, like on um, the one side you're gloating, on the other side you're disappointed if you didn't match yes. somebody else. Yeah. And you know what? I'm saying this as if like I'm assuming whatever it is that I'm doing is going to be impressive. But I mean, there's no reason that I should think that. But um, uh, I just I'd rather I'd rather not know. I don't I don't want to know. You know, I I don't want to know what other people are lifting. I don't want to know. I don't want to make it a comparison game for me. I I don't want to worry about comparing physique or or anything like that. I just want to I just want to do the activity. And I think that there's a I think there's certainly a spiritual uh, and worship aspect involved in that. It's very easy to make it about something that isn't going to be helpful for your heart. So, um, so but I, I think, think also yeah. that's how we've been conditioned. I don't know. I don't know why, uh, but we've sure. all been conditioned to it, our physical fitness is in comparison to these incredibly amazing, beautiful, talented, athletic-looking bodies that are competing. Sure. And for some reason, right. that's what we need to look like. Yeah, yeah. I um, and yeah, the, vanity is a, is a terrifying trap, right? And um, and, and we all fall into it. Obviously, um, I think um, I think when you, I, I think focusing on being the best version of yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting. Yesterday, actually, my in our church and in my small group, we were talking about uh, um. Jesus talking about, you know, why, why, why do you pick this, the speck out of your brother's eye when you've got a, a, a plank or a log in, in, in your own eye? Like first, you know, attend to the forearms. 
Yeah, 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 that's right. So, and and this this idea of like judging people and sort of not understanding yourself, right? And I I think um, I think the the humility um, needed for the introspection and and the kind of like okay, how can I how can I do better? Not because somebody else is better or worse than me, but how can I do better because um, uh, because that's who God's making me into. And, um, I think there's, uh, I think that is true in our, in our spiritual walk, um, in, in terms of our, uh, our growth and discipline, um, uh, growing in the, in the fruit of the spirit. Uh, and then it's also, it's also very true, I think, and can be reflected in, in our, in our physical reality in the, in the, in our, in, our, in the fitness realm, uh, just being, being the best we can be for the for its own sake and, 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 and for, for, uh, to reflect, uh, God in it rather than because we want to be just better than someone else. Cause we want to judge someone or compare ourselves to them. Um, uh, I think, uh, I think there's, uh, there's a lot to be said about, about that for sure. I agree. I agree. And it's, it's, we really should be, moving towards the best version of ourselves rather than trying to compare ourselves with these incredible people. And you know what, at the end of the day, who, who is God calling us to be right? Is God calling us to, to follow in the footsteps of some bodybuilder or is he calling us to follow in the footsteps of Jesus? Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's nowhere in scripture that says like, be, be like Arnold, right? Like, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> imitate arnold and, and imitate, yeah 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 imitate paul as paul imitates arnold like it doesn't <laughs> right it's not there yeah <laughs> so question we've already touched upon this a little bit but are there any personal experiences aside well you can also add this but we talked about gratefulness in the gym and other stuff like that are there any personal experiences about how your physical health has been impacted by your faith uh yeah, I I think um, uh, well, very very much so as as I sort of said that the um, uh, that working out I think makes me a better uh, actually makes me a better servant of Christ in, in the sense that it makes me a better father makes me a better husband uh, helps me do better at my job. Um, uh, there, there's sort of this this funny cycle with. Um, and, and, and it does really go back to your first question about how to, how do faith and fitness intersect or how are they connected? Um, but I, like, I think to Galatians and the like, Galatians five and the fruit of the spirit, right? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control. One of them is self-control, which always like struck, struck me as odd in a sense. Um, mm-hmm. it, but the funniest thing about that passage um, is like uh, okay, I'll, I'll say it this way: the the fruit of the spirit come obviously by being filled with the spirit of God, and and God produces that fruit in us. Mm-hmm. But when we have um, like uh, Paul talks about walking in the spirit, which is funny because he uses this physical analogy, right? Like, like, like go, you know, walking along. So it's not, it's not that, it's not that we're, it's not that we like sit in the spirit, right? It's not, it's not, there's no lounging in the spirit. It's, it's like, 
It's walking, right? So that always stri- struck me as odd. But but walking in the spirit, walking in step with the spirit produces self-control. But self-control gives us discipline and discipline creates healthy habits, right? Like like waking like up and we reading your Bible about, and, exactly. and eating well and, and, and exercising and those sorts of things. And then those healthy habits make it easier to have self-control. So it's a cycle. So, so right, so the fruit of the spirit, but it, so it's not just cyclical though; it's an upward spiral because as you as you um, as you grow in your in the fruit of the spirit in your life, and then you practice them, it generates more fruit, right? So, mm-hmm. and, and I think that that's the way that God has designed us, um, and designed sort of the relationship that we have with the Holy Spirit. Uh, that that produces um, one of the main ways uh, I think in our in our lives that produces sanctification in us. So that makes us more like Christ, um, and and uh, and then so you know so we could be imitators of Him, right? It's a, like not more like Arnold, but but more more <laughs> like Jesus. Um, and and so as we're sort of increasing and growing in our fruit, uh, like there's there's several ways we we're, we're sanctified. Sometimes it's through like really difficult circumstances, and and we find, we, you know, we 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 become um, uh, desperate, uh, maybe broken, and and find God in that. Like and 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 the Holy Spirit comforts us in that, and 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 uh, and we grow in character and 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 in fruit because of those tough situations and and i mean that and thank god for that but that's not every hopefully that's not every day right Mm -hmm. it's not it's not every day that tragedy strikes and you know like unless you're in a shakespeare play right yeah unless you're in shakespeare yeah exactly but then you die anyway right so um right at the end of it but everyone does everyone does so you 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 um you you need to be growing you need to be sanctified Every day, like it's it's a process that works through every day, not just through big events, not through and like those are great things. There's there's highs and there's lows, of course. But it's the everyday discipline um, and and revealing of Christ in us and through us. I think that grows us in sanctification, and that's 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 as important as those big, tragic or or important life events will will uh, will be. Right. So. Um, and uh, you know, if we if if we make it sort of relevant to uh, um, uh, to a different circumstance, like marriage, right? Marriage is a very sanctifying process relationship, right? Yeah, yeah just a heavy nod, right? You're like, oh heavy yeah, yeah, heavy nod, right? heavy nod. Um, but like you know, getting married is too, and 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 so like a wedding, right? Like um, it, it's a big event and it's a big process, and there's all these things, and and it's like a you know, it's a, it's a flag planting moment in your life where, you know, you like, like there's a lot of change that happens because a marriage begins, but most of the change that happens as a result of a wedding happens through the marriage over, you know, a lifetime together. Exactly. And so it's not that big event really that changes you, although it's significant and there is change. There's so much more change in the everyday, the minutia, the the routine that um, uh, that produces that 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 makes it such a sanctifying event and process, right? And so I think um, with that, there's something to be said about 
patience, especially with you were talking about fruit and, you know, the more you develop in these fruit, more fruit begin to show and you go an upward spiral. But there's something right. to be said about patience too, because often we get so impatient waiting where are the results, how come I'm not becoming a better person yeah. or, but there's a quote, no idea who said it. Let's just say anonymous. Um, if you're frustrated about not seeing results, just remember that the last thing you see on a tree is the fruit. Right. Wow. Yes, that's true. Yeah, yeah. No, you don't. Uh, no one plants a plants a seed um, and expects an apple. Is <laughs> an apple, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the tree has to grow. It, it's true. And so there, there is like, um, like emotionally, mentally, for sure, uh, fitness process um, and progress. Right. Uh, it is like in in our world, we're often fighting getting that immediate gratification, right? So like every, everything offers so much offers, uh, in, like instant gratification to us. Of course. Um, but what, what we know is that, you know, anything good is worth waiting for and, and, and doesn't come in an instant. Um, and, and, and that's very true in fitness, right? Like no one, no one sets, like if you set your PR, well, you might set a PR on your first day, right? But if that's the best you ever do, like you, you haven't, you haven't achieved anything. Right. So yeah, you're not I think, moving anywhere. Yeah. You're not moving anywhere. Right. And so, so I think seeing that progress over time and understanding I've got to put time in and then I'm going to get there. Right. The first time that I tried to run 5k, which if people are runners, right. Like the guys who run marathons, that's, and stuff yeah, like that, like, they're like five, five K. Like, what are you talking about? But for me, the first time that I ran 5k, or tried to was like a horrible, horrible, horrifying experience and, and, and disgusting in a lot of ways. And, and I think, um, uh, but I knew if I put the time in, eventually I'd be able to do it. And, uh, the first time that I just sort of went for a run and, you know, by the time I finished my loop, I stopped and I'd run 5k, I felt so good. And, um, it was a huge accomplishment for me. And I think that, um, understanding that you know it takes time and that it's a process is applicable to um, every aspect of our lives if we want to make things meaningful and live a live a purposeful life I think it's true about our spiritual walk you're not you, you don't you don't just start having it all figured out right it takes discipline you've got to learn you've got to study you've got to grow you have to pray you're gonna make you're gonna make mistakes you're gonna up say and down it's mean, like weight loss is things. never just linear you never just it's continue losing weight and weight I'm you like, don't wow. start where you don't start where you want to be and that exactly. and that's 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 the whole that's the whole point we're not starting where we want to end up that that the that the process that it's a process that happens over time. So I, I think for me, that's 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 very much part of my personal story. I will share, there was a time at the beginning of the pandemic, actually, where everything shut down. It was like in those, you know, first few weeks and, and first summer, really, I guess, where things were shut down. There, the, the, no one knew what was happening and, and whatnot. All, all the gym closed, all, you know, whatever, right? Your leg days and, consisted of jump squats. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Every everyone like dumbbells, like 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 ten pound weights were selling, selling for a thousand dollars on Facebook Marketplace. Like it was it was it was crazy. Strange times. People were were struggling not to lose their gains, right? So, um, 
<laughs> protein, protein power powder you can find anywhere. Did, did we I, have I, the toilet I, paper? Like what happened there? Yeah, the toilet. Yeah, toilet paper. That was. That was I don't know. People were. Uh, uh, yeah. It was, that was it was weird. I don't maybe they were maybe that's what the weights they were lifting. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good point. <laughs> but, but we uh, a, a friend uh, a a very good friend of mine, Phil, uh, lives in town with me, and and uh, he and I decided to start running together. Nice. And so we would get up every morning, and like people weren't you know work was hit or miss. Like no nothing was nothing was going on. And the weather was turning nice. And so we started meeting in the morning for, for a run together, just 5K, um, you know, a few times a week. And there'd be uh, like every lunchtime, at lunchtime, I'd, I'd leave my house. I was, I was working from home and my neighbor across the street, he was working from home. And, and uh, we, we'd use one of the kids basketball nets on our street. And we'd just shoot hoops. And eventually I, I told him, I was like, oh, we're, uh, uh, my buddy Phil and I were going for runs every morning. And, and, and so he was like, oh, I'd like to do that. So, so he, he joined in. He's not, he's not a believer. And um, at the same time, an, another guy named Stephen, actually, who lived on our street um, and went to our church, he joined in. And, uh, and then another friend of ours, Dave, uh, joined in uh, a couple times. Got and a whole group. Do you have a flock of people running now? So, so by the end of it, we had uh, like sometimes like five or six men, like grown men in the 30s and 40s, like going for a run at 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 uh, six thirty seven o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. And we would we would run 5K Monday. We'd run 5K on Wednesday and then we'd try we'd run 7K on Friday. And run. we did that. We did that every every week. For the entire summer and in, in, into the fall, wow. and uh, like I don't think because everything was closed, and for some reason we had like no precipitation that summer. Like it was such a, it was a super dry summer. I remember that. So we Very never cool. even missed it. We never missed a day to rain. It was it was it was the most absurd set of circumstances. But we ran like three and sometimes four times a week together. This group of like sometimes there'd be three of us, sometimes there'd be five of us. Um. Oh, wait, I have and, a question. Uh, Are you all running side by side or single file or? Yeah, we just run in a horde, right? And no one was <laughs> up. There was no one around because nobody was going to work. Like we often never see anyone. They started setting setting uh, laws against, you know, being able to see each other mm-hmm. from certain households. And uh, some of the guys stopped running like because they were worried about that. Some of us were like, wow, this is like the weirdest kind of uh breaking the rules rebellion <laughs> we've ever been a part of <laughs> but uh just running in a group um but uh anyway so so we would run and and um and there was another guy too in our group who wasn't a believer but oftentimes when we'd run we'd, we'd all you know we weren't setting any records because we'd be talking the whole time and uh and we'd say um uh, there wasn't a whole lot of competition. I always made the joke: if you're good at running, you're not invited, um, because you have to be like particularly bad or willing to go very slow to be in our group. But we would talk about family and kids and marriages and work and faith. So we like there was oftentimes like some of these guys would come with like big big questions, and we would spend you know thirty five you know thirty thirty five minutes together. Um, just talking about it, right? And or, or you know, a, as a group, just helping one of the guys through whatever issue he was struggling with at, at work, or you know, and and there was a lot going on socially in the world at the time. Um, 
obviously. And, and so uh, we had a lot of big conversations in just in that arena where we were all just sort of, you know, struggling to get up hills together. Yeah. And it became one of the most encouraging things I've ever been a part of in my life. Um, and, and it was when the weather changed and it, when people <laughs> had to go back to work, um, it was like a huge loss, I think, to a lot of us, uh, to, to the point where actually we just recently started about, uh, uh, I started talking about taking it up again because, you know, there was so much insanity over the past couple of years, uh, that we, we couldn't make it happen, but we were like, you know what, this let's, let's make this happen, uh, or something similar to it where we're running together, a bunch of us running together in, in the mornings, uh, because it's, uh, it was so helpful. And I think I grew in that uh, spiritually. I think some of the other guys too, like it was a chance for not just evangelism, but just having um, open discussions about faith and belief and, and, and God and, and meaning and, and all those sort of big questions. So I think in a sense, I would say that like faith and fitness for me have been connected in a way that is very much a community activity. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I think if you, if, if all your exercise is just alone, uh, you're missing out. Um, I think when I walk into my gym, people know me and, and, and I, and I've had like a lot of heart to heart conversations, you know, sometimes you get to know a guy, you see, I always kind of make this joke that eventually you kind of nod to somebody, you know, and then eventually like you, you've been seeing them every day for, for six months at the gym. So then you introduce yourself. You have and, to at that point. Yeah, you have to It's eventually, but it takes time before you're like, am I willing to talk? Am I, is it worth talking to you or are you just here for a day? But, um, you know, the guy beside you staring off, you know, he's, he's, he's on the squat rack beside you and he's just staring off and you're like, Hey, how's it going? And, you know, sometimes people tell you like real things, right? That it's, 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 they can be vulnerable in in a place even 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 like a gym and so i think that community aspect like as christians it gives us an opportunity sometimes to be um uh to be a light in a dark place and to be a um uh, to be a uh just just a sounding board for people's thoughts and ideas and and then also to sort of speak some some gospel truth into uh into moments because for some reason i have found that at a gym environment, people are more willing to sort of be honest about uh, who they are and 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 uh, and what they're going through. And I think as Christians, oftentimes, you know, the 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 reasons why we're in those places and doing those things is because uh, God's placed us that there to be to be a help, right, and, and to be a sign to point uh, others to Him and. Uh, you know, I won't get into any details, but some of the things that people have said to me, <laughs> you know, on a stretching mat at a uh, LA fitness, right. You know, have been like, like, I'm like, wow, that you just shared a lot, right. That, that, <laughs> that, that, that was, that was, a, that was oversharing. Right. And, and you think how, how is God, how does God want me to use this moment where I can say whatever I want to them? Really, like, there's no, there's no reason, there's no relationship awkwardness. There's no, it's not, it's not in, it's not in work. It's not, it's not uh, in school or something where somebody's going to get potentially offended, and so you, you know, you can't, you don't feel like you can be as bold. Like, we're just strangers at a gym. Like, and I don't, he never needs to talk to me again, right? So I'm exactly. just going to tell him, I'm going to be honest and be like, you know, 
you know, you're involved in this. I don't think that's what God wants for you in your life. Or you've, you've seen, you've seen this miracle happen. I think you need to understand where that comes from, why, why, that, that there's a God who wants good for you, right? And wants to know you. And so when you're able to build on that community aspect of fitness, which Eli, I got to say, you're obviously doing, um, that's, that's, uh, that's, that's a part of our calling as Christians uh, and, 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 and the way that God uses fitness, I think, and significantly uh, um, in connecting that to our faith, for sure. I and that, that's a spiritual act of worship, right? There's, so. It's so important to use whatever you're doing, including if you're in the gym exercising and working out, that can be evangelism. That can be a yeah. ministry speaking to those, like you said, being a light in the darkness. You have no idea what those people are in there how, why they're there. Some people yeah. are maybe battling depression and battling all kinds of Absolutely. stuff. And you just simply having that conversation when they open up and talking, like, like you said, I love what you said. I don't know if that's what God wants for you. Right? How yeah. deep of a conversation can you go into from there and change someone's life from it? Absolutely. And and it's funny, too, because we, we talked about how even, you know, you and I, right, we'll go to the gym, sort of work out those emotions, right? Like you think you're, you think you're working out your muscles, but you're, you're working out your feel, thoughts and feelings, too. And, and a lot of people that are there, they're doing exactly the same thing. And I think that's probably part of the reason why people feel so vulnerable, right? Like they show up. They've got like they're listening to a particular song. It's speaking to them, or they've had a, a thing happen, and they're like, "I just gotta get, I just gotta go to the gym," and they 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 benefit, you know, from the um, from the universal grace that God has given to the world that that uh, that they have a benefit from fitness, right? But they don't know mm-hmm. the particular grace that they can receive uh, from from Christ as as uh, as saving grace, right? I love so. That. They're, they're there with a limited exposure to the goodness of God. And as Christians, we can sort of step in. We have that opportunity them. exactly to, yeah, yeah. to open and their help. eyes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. And, and answer, uh, answer the, uh, give them an answer to the, to the problems that they have. Mm-hmm. That, that's, that's, that's better, right? Like God is better than barbells, right? <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> that should be put on a shirt. There you go. Oh yeah, God is Honestly. better than barbell. Like if you I, I walk in, I walk into the gym with this with this hoodie on. It just has a cross. Oh, I love that. Yeah, and that's if, if anyone sees me, feel free to talk to me about about Jesus. About you see a cross yeah. on my shirt. Sometimes people point and like, oh, yeah, yeah, Christian. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, and we start a conversation. Right? Yeah, that's great. Anything, that's including this, can be a ministry. Can be an opportunity to to start that conversation for someone who may really need it, who has questions that no one has answered. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And, and, and honestly, in our, in our society, there's not a whole lot of opportunity uh, where people are, uh, are, are going to be vulnerable um, like that with people that they don't really know. Right. So um, it's, it's, uh, it's a very special uh, opportunity that I think that we have through, through, through fitness to, uh, to meet that need in our world. Yeah. Who knew that the gym was such a vulnerable place? You think everyone's uh, <laughs> everyone's there lifting heavy weights, but we're all just <laughs> so vulnerable, opening ourselves yeah, yeah. up. I Physically, it's intimidating, but emotionally, very vulnerable. <laughs> yeah. Emotionally, we're all like crying. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Our- <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Hey. Hey. You know what? I have. Uh, I've. I've. Uh, 
I've broken down in tears in in the middle of a deadlift set. Like wait really? wait till wait till you have wait till you have kids, man. Like you ah. like you get you get older. The 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 struggles they change, and sometimes you're working out those things, and it's like you know it's, it's not it's not rainbows and unicorns, and 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 like and 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 grief is real, and and uh, it doesn't go away just because you, you put on your gym shorts, right? So, um, uh, yeah. So I don't know. I that I and I think being free to sort of feel those things and be that way sometimes i have a bad day and i'll be at the gym and i don't feel like i need to hide it right and people ask me like what's going on and sometimes being vulnerable myself like allows me to sort of open up and share about jesus as well too right so yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah just just be uh be real (laughs) and i think that's that's a good practical step for how we can incorporate like fitness and faith together in a place at like the gym, which is not right. seen typically as a as a holy and Christian loving environment, but yeah, you can still bring true. faith in there, and you can still Absolutely. change people's lives. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. You see, see God work. Like it's it's uh, it's amazing for sure. Yeah. Well. Listen, thank you for uh, for being here. We spent already an hour, if you can believe that. Um, oh, my goodness. Wow. <laughs> that flew by. <laughs> it did fly by. But thank you for being here. I really appreciate it. And I'd love to oh, do I another know. episode with you sometime soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, any anytime. Eli. Love, love chatting with you and love talking about these things for sure. Yeah, yeah. and for those who are, who are listening on the other side of this uh, device that you're on, thanks for joining for who knows how many listeners. And catch us next time. Farewell. Okay.